One of the most effective single things that I think I say is after the three talking points, pause, and then, young lady, what would God have you do? And I've had many people tell me that that was a statement that made them leave. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me, Lord. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro life ministry, and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion touched your heart. Hey everyone, this is the Gospel-Centered Pro-Life Podcast. Yes, it is. I got it right. You did. And I am here, I'm Vicki Kosiorg, I'm here with Daniel Parks. What's up? Yeah, not much. Yeah. Forget it. Let's... Well, I mean, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying what's up to you, I'm saying what's up to the people that are listening. We need to start all over. Again. Wow. Okay. All right, so this, um, this podcast, like Benny that we have developed is hopefully an encouragement or will help to equip you if you are out on the sidewalk. And this one, like many of them, came when one of our counselors uh, texted me and said that she thought it was really valuable for us to go over just uh, all of the things we could come up with that would be tips, guidelines yeah. in how to speak when calling out okay. to the women on the sidewalk. So we we have often talked about those sorts of things yeah. over various podcasts, but I don't think we've ever pulled together in one po- podcast. What are all the things we could think of that yeah. are useful things for a sidewalk counselor to know when they are calling out yeah. to okay. the people at, at the sidewalk? Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it. You've got an article yeah. here, several yeah. bullet points. We probably... Well, we definitely won't go through all of the bullet points, but we'll touch on some of the main ones. Right. And just so we're clear, let's define our terms. Okay. Calling out. Mm-hmm. We talk about this in our training. We talk about this, I think, in just the basic 101 training, and we dig into it a little deeper in the 102 training, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. I should know that. But yeah. either way, we talk about it. We've talked about it in podcasts. But what are we talking about? We're mm-hmm. talking about raising our voices so as to be heard by those walking into the abortion center. Some scenarios don't lend themselves to this. Mm -hmm. Our New York team, they're right there on the sidewalk, literally can touch the front door of the abortion center where they reach out at. They're not going to really be doing a lot of calling out necessarily. Right? right? They're not going to be yelling at people that are walking down the sidewalk because that's what it can seem like yelling. Now, I don't like to use the word yelling, but it's what it is. Yeah. Um, But yelling has certain connotations. We're kind of like angry or whatever, in this context, we're raising our voice so as to be heard, and Latrobe is where we use calling out a lot. Yeah. Wendover's the same way, Planned Parenthood. The scenarios in which people are pulling into a parking lot of the abortion center, they're walking from their car to the door of the abortion center. You've got 15 seconds. You're calling out. You're not able to reach them. You're not able to be right there in front of them and talk one-on-one with a, a soft, calm voice. You have to raise your voice. Right. There's some distance away, yeah. generally. Yeah. And in most facilities, that that's the case. Yeah, yeah. And so um, you know, one of the most important things, as we start out with this list of, mm-hmm. of uh, general speaking tips, is be friendly, winsome, 
and uh, be friendly and winsome. And the uh, the tone, and what I say is your tone will set the tone. Yeah. Your tone is crucial. Yeah. You don't want to come across as just an angry, lunatic, raving, mad protester or whatever. You, you want to raise your voice to be heard, but you want to be kind. You want to be approachable in your tone. And you can do that even if you've raised your voice to be heard. You, yeah. you can be gentle and kind and, and friendly. Our, the desire is that they would come and talk to you right. ultimately. Because if you're calling out, the presumption is they're a distance away. Yeah. And that's not conducive to a good conversation. Yeah. You want them to come over and approach yeah. you. And so we believe you you really do have to be approachable yeah. Yeah. for them for them to approach. And so this is like... A key phrase to remember, you mm-hmm. guys that are listening, mm-hmm. calling out the goal is not just to deliver information, mm-hmm. but to start a conversation. Right. Exactly. You're delivering information. You're you're using the three talking points, and that's your next point that you have yeah. in this article. Mm-hmm. Use the three talking points. You're using those things. You're weaving them into that 10, 15 second mm-hmm. sp- speech that you're giving as you're calling out. But you're not just delivering information. You're give those three talking points and then give the invitation. Would you please come over and talk to me? Right. So it could go something like this. Mama, your baby is precious, made in the image of God. Your child's heart is already beating. We have help and resources available to meet your needs. Would you please come over and talk with me? And that's often all the time you've had. And yeah. you got in all three of uh, what we call the main talking points. You got in all three of them, which are for the thousandth time, probably, if you listen to this podcast much, yeah. God, resources, and humanity of the baby, yeah. and you got in all three of those, and we we do recommend you try and get all three of those in, and really every interaction, yeah, that that you have with with those moms, yeah. But so, you see that I ended it with an invitation. I didn't just yeah. deliver information. Yeah. I did deliver yeah. some information, mm-hmm. but that's my not my only goal. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what you're saying, based on these three important points, mm-hmm. God loves your baby. God has a good plan for you. Your baby is a human being and precious. And we have resources for you. Based on that stuff, come over and talk with me. Again, yeah. you're giving an invitation, not yeah. just delivering information. Yeah, and hopefully they will. And it it may seem like common sense if you're saying all this, you want them to come and talk with you. But I think it is very wise to say, please come and talk with me. Yeah, we, we I think can so help. too. Yeah. And it's very unwise if mm-hmm. you were to do that, yeah. to end that with, please come and talk to me. You filthy murderer. <laughs> okay, right? and why is that, Daniel? <laughs> because that can shut down the conversation before it even starts. Yeah. And so your next point here is not using condemning words. Right. Now, I will say we need to be truthful, mm-hmm. and I'm not against, and we're, we've never said anything against using the word murder, talking about abortion be, mm-hmm. being murder. Mm-hmm. It's just not the first thing I'm going to start with. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to say, don't murder your baby, and then go into the three talking points. Yeah. I mean, it's actually one of the three talking points in a sense, right? It's calling it a baby, murder. That's a that's a moral term. It's based on what God's mm-hmm. Word says, violation mm-hmm. of the Sixth Commandment, for sure. So it's not that you can't say that. It's just not the way I would start. And again, you're, 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 you're giving an accusation rather than trying to start that conversation, right? Yes. And and the reality is, too, we did a whole podcast, so we use the word murder. Right. But if you're using the word murder and you know, you're calling them a murderer, you're actually incorrect. If they haven't yet had the abortion, they're not yet a murderer, right? right. Now, right. they're contemplating murder, mm-hmm. and you might say something to the effect of, 
if you have an abortion, you'll have murdered your baby. Like mm-hmm. that, I think that's fine. That, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the the notion that we're um, accusing them of something. I don't like you mean. You know, I'll, I'll say this, and I've seen God use this. Okay, we had a, a situation recently with another man calling another man at the abortion center a coward. Right. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, that's kind of my propensity, right? Mm -hmm. I would take more of that position of calling these men cowards, Mm -hmm. boys in men's bodies, things like that. I've said that. I've done that. Um, But it's not going to be my normal mode of operation, right? That's not going to be – if I do say those things, I'm going to make sure that it's what the Lord wants me to say. And I'm still not going to lead with it, right? If I was to call a man waiting in the parking lot for his girlfriend to have the abortion a coward, I'm going to do that in the conversation or in the context of a conversation or other information that I've delivered first. So based on these three talking points, if you don't go in there, you're a coward. Right. (laughs) I might say that. Yeah. But I'm still going to be very, very careful not just to throw that out there in some kind of carnal way. Yeah, I, I think that's really important. Make sure it's not your flesh talking because you're mad, yeah. um, but that the spirit is urging you that this person might need a little bit more hard-hitting comment. Yeah. And usually if I I work my way up to those sorts of yeah. comments, it's that I the softer approach has maybe not worked. I've seen them several times, and at this point I feel like harder truths yeah. need need to be expressed. Um, yeah, I mean, I think generally speaking, that's the flow of things. If you're going to get right. to harsher truths like don't murder your child, things like that, things yeah. that are going to sting more. Yeah. It needs to be after the softer truths right. have been rejected. Right. You know? Further on in this article, we talk about that it, it's always, if if possible, paint a positive picture. That's kind of the opposite yeah. of what we may naturally want to do, right. which is call them coward, murderer. Uh, sinner, whatever. Right. Um, but instead painting a positive picture, again, if your goal is that they're going to come and talk to you, people are much more likely to come and talk with you if you are making them feel hopeful and encouraged. Yeah. And in general, the more condemning sorts of name calling or anything like that is not building hope or encouragement, it's almost more of causing the guilt and shame to yeah. to come in. I do think there's a place for guilt. Sure. Shame, maybe not so much, but maybe sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, you know, uh, if if they're about to murder their child, there there should be a sense of shame yeah. for sure. But if you can paint a positive picture, I I will often say things like, "You can be the mom." God designed you to be. You can be the man God designed you to be. You can be courageous. It's almost saying the same thing. Don't be a coward. Just flipping it to be, you can be courageous. Um, So that you're kind of inspiring them to be what God wants them to be. Yeah. In in a more positive way. Absolutely. Part of this list is developed, well, all of it really is developed through our experience. Yeah. The, we're, we're listing things that we have seen tend to be more effective yeah, yeah. than... Yeah, one practical point I'll mention here so uh-huh. that we don't move on beyond it mm-hmm. is one person calling out at a time. Oh, right. No That's matter good how one. good and how gracious and how kind and winsome and great your tone is, if you've got three or four people calling out at the same time out of your zeal, 
You know, yeah. you're going to reach the the, wom- the woman going into that place. And so you've got three people calling out at the same time. People miss the forest for the trees. If yeah. people are calling out all at the same time, you're not, no one's going to be heard. It's just noise. Yeah. And so thinking of ways that, you know, if you're, if you're in a city other than Charlotte, of course, here in Charlotte, we've thought through these ways. We have strategy and all this stuff. And this stuff is pretty clear. But in other cities, maybe you're brand new to this stuff. Thinking of ways, if you're down the sidewalk from each other and you really can't hear each other very clearly, maybe hand signals. We have our mm-hmm. hand up mm-hmm. um, is what we've used in the past when someone's right. on the microphone. And we want to call out with our natural voice. We'll put our hand up and they'll shut the microphone down for a second. And we'll do calling out and then take it from there. Things like that can help. I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen where people call out over each other. You just got to be give grace to each other, but need to do our best not to call out over each other. Right. And when you're not speaking, there are other things you can be doing. First yeah. of all, stay focused. Right. Don't get distracted by talking with your teammates. We have said that a lot. But during the times when you're not actively calling out, you should be in prayer. Yeah. You can be gathering clues about what you could be saying. You yeah. know, they drive in with a car seat in the back. You can talk to the fact that they have other children and the value of that child that they have at home is the same in, in God's eyes as the value of the unborn child, whatever. Yeah. So that time is not wasted when, when you're not speaking, and you do have to be careful to not fill it with just talking with your right. teammates, because if you lose focus, you're going you're gonna to miss things. You're, yeah. you're going to miss, miss the mom. Something that I don't always do, but I do think it's important, is to use your name. When yeah. you call out, I will try to say, hey, my name is Vicki. I'm here with Love Life and we have hope and help for you. Right. That's yeah. often how I'll start. You personalize yeah. it. You're, you're trying your relationship build. building exactly. is what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, two of the words that are really effective words calling out. OK. Free and help. Yep. Those are effective words. Those for are sure. important words to call out. Now, that's not, you know, we're going to call out a lot of gospel focused words as well and scripture. But those two words were cited by many of the mothers that I work with who have chosen life as two of the words that drew them over to us. Yeah. So they're important to know free and help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have here. If there's a more antagonistic pro-life group on the sidewalk, yeah. put distance between you and them. And there can be. Listen, God uses all kinds of people, mm-hmm. um, and there are people that are out there doing things that are not necessarily the love life way. We don't pretend that our way is – we think it's the best way, um, that balanced so we, approach. we don't pretend it's not the best way. But, we do believe it is. <laughs> yeah, we do. But we don't pretend it's the only it's way. It's not We the don't only pretend way. that it's the only thing that God can use. Right. God uses the harsh message and the soft message. I think we have a balance between both. But there are some people that have a propensity toward more of the harsh stuff. I've seen God use it. But there is times when it gets over the top, and you really yeah. got to distance yourself from it. Yeah. And you know, it's best not to, you know, if you can if you can just gravitate away from it, you don't have to make a big scene out of it, a big show. We're leaving because you're too loud or you're too this or too that. Yeah. Just put yourself a little bit further down the street if you're able to. If you can address it with the other group and reason with them, hey, this is actually not very helpful. We've been out here for years or months or whatever, and we've seen it's actually more effective if we do it this way. If you can reason with them in that way, then try to do that. Do that across the street or over coffee or something like that. Don't do that in front of the pro aborts or right. in front of the women going into the abortion right. center. Yeah. We don't want to argue methodology in front of the abortion center. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but if you can't do anything about it, then distancing yourself can be can be helpful. Yeah, and in fact, that was one of the things that we list on this is is don't argue. Yeah. Um. And and don't don't approach those people that you disagree with right there. Do it later yeah. somewhere else, yeah. not not in front of the women. Yeah. Use an unamplified voice right. if if at all possible. It's more personal to speak with your normal voice, not over a microphone or whatever. Yeah. But if you are going to use a microphone, keep it brief. Yeah. And I, I really want to emphasize that because yeah. I know when I get on the microphone, I get on a roll. Yeah. I I like I there's this whole wonderful message I suddenly yeah. feel compelled to give. But it becomes background noise yeah. if it goes on too long. And we really all need to be careful. Make your these are women in crisis. They are not going to be able to follow complex thought. They, they're struggling. And we need to keep our thoughts brief, to the point, and, um, and get on and get off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. In fact, I think you've said maybe five minutes. Right. Five yeah. minutes seems to be a good amount of time. Yeah. And then give time for them give to Give space process. for them to process it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because if you just go long-winded... Um, like Vicky tends to do, and <laughs> I do. it just He's becomes right. white noise. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I, I probably do it more than you do. I get on we the microphone. We all do it. But yeah, we do need to discipline yeah. ourselves to do better at that. Yeah. Um, five minutes, I think, is a good, a good time frame. Give five minutes. Let them process it. Another five minutes, maybe ten minutes later or something. Again, these are not hard and fast rules. These are just general ideas, things that we've seen from experience to be most effective. Um, and you know, like you said. We're not going to lay out a three-point message and, and connect all these theological dots for them. Yeah. Stick to the three talking points. Stick to what God says about the baby and about the mother, about the situation. Talk about the humanity of the baby. You can even get into describing abortion procedures. That can be helpful. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just get unnecessarily gory, but just give the details of it. The facts are and, gory enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then give... Um, Resources And out here, we would always say, yeah. come on board the mobile ultrasound unit. And I would say even after using the microphone, if that's what you're going to do, you still want to give an invitation to come over. I always will say when I'm on the microphone, and our, our amplified sound is a good bit away from the area of engagement. Um, but I always will say there's women out here that would love to talk with you. Vicky's here. I'll name out the folks. Mm-hmm. Vicky's standing out here. Um, Kathleen's standing out. She'd mm-hmm. love to talk and pray with you. Right. And just trying to give them that invitation and that reason to come from the parking lot out to the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to use scripture and biblical truths. That is ultimately what does change hearts. Yeah. So we want to don't shy away from that. Even if you're in a like a liberal community where you yeah. know maybe there aren't a lot of believers, I still would not shy away from yeah. scripture. It is the power of God to save. So use scripture. Um, yeah, I would some, say I would reword it and say not only don't be afraid to use it, absolutely use right, scripture, right. Be and biblical bold, truth. Be bold and confident with biblical truth. One of the most effective single things that I think I say is after the three talking points, pause, and then, young lady, what would God have you do? Yeah. And I've had many people tell me that that was a statement that made them leave. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, they know. 
they know what God would have them do. So that that's yeah. really, I think, yeah. important. And I, I do want to reiterate that point, the, mm-hmm. the, the previous point you talked about using mm-hmm. amplified sound oh, versus okay. unamplified voice. Sure. Just so that people don't miss that, what okay. you said. If you have to use amplified sound because, you know, some of our clinics across the nation, they're on a busy road. And they need to amplify their voices because it's hard to get over the traffic noise. Yes. Praise God for yeah. the technology that we have. Use yeah. amplified sound. Yeah. But it is more personal if you don't amplify your voice. You right. think about it in that in, in that sense, when you're on a microphone, you got a speaker, it's like you're speaking at them. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that barrier, that electronic barrier between you and them, it's it's more like you're speaking to them. Right. Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense. And yeah. I, it's the same thing with a megaphone. That definitely makes you look like a cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, it, But sometimes you have to. I yeah. definitely yeah. have to if, if I'm going to be heard and I need to be heard. Uh, but whenever possible, speak in a normal tone of voice con- and, and get them to come. That's why it's so important to invite yeah. them over, to yeah. get them to come and talk Absolutely. with you. Yeah. Um, let's see. We have a whole lot on this list so that you all know we do have an article that accompanies this and you can read through this list because we're not going to go through every one of them. But something that I think is really critical, don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give up. It is so easy to think, well, I've already called out to them twice. Well, that may be. But if they're standing there on the porch or whatever and they can still hear your voice, don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing you say might be the thing that tips the scale. Yeah. I'm thinking about a young lady that we that chose life like eight years ago. You just mentioned her today. I won't mention her name. Okay. But I don't know if you, you remember, we interviewed her. And uh, one of, like, important part of her testimony was the persistence of the counselors that were out there. She said she went in and out like seven or eight times. And she was astounded at the fact that every time she went out, and every time you went out to her car from the abortion center, and every time she walked back in from her car to the abortion center, someone addressed her. And she yeah. appreciated that. Yeah. And it actually broke through the hardness of her heart. Yeah. We can we can tend to think we're just we're just making them angry. Yeah. Now there does come a point when they tell you to F off, right? <laughs> and they tell you to shut your mouth, it's best maybe to sting them with a little bit of truth after that, but just leave them alone. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to unnecessarily poke the bear. If they've closed their heart, like Jesus said, if you go into a city and they don't receive you, knock the dust off your feet and move on. If someone says F off and stop talking to me, it's kind of like that. Knock the dust off your feet and move on to the next person. Um, but until they do that, I would say keep pressing in, c- keep calling out, keep engaging with, keep inviting them to come over and talk with you. Totally agree. And I uh, make them have to tell you stop talking. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't just assume they're sick of you. Let them prove it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there have been so many, so many times when I have pursued someone, literally sometimes running after them um, up the street when w- they had been so antagonistic, and that last little effort is what changed their heart. Yeah. And I think what you're showing them is. What I'm saying is so important. I uh, It is worth me risking your wrath because your baby is that valuable. Yeah. So I think you're you're making that point just by your by your persistence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
How about if they don't feel like talking? Sometimes I'll say that. If you don't feel like talking, then just come get our free information. Yeah. And um, and I promise you, and then I have to keep that promise, I'm not going to badger you anymore. I won't talk with you. Yeah. But but just come get the literature because the literature can do the the talking for you then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another important point, and this kind of goes along the lines of that invitation. You're not just delivering right. information, but you're giving an invitation. Right. Please come over and talk with me, mm-hmm. or would you come over and let me pray with you? Mm. A lot of times people that would reject a conversation would not reject prayer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you never know if they will until you ask, would you come over and talk with us, or would you let us just pray with you? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when you get an opportunity to pray with them, you're you're going to pray with them and for them, but also pray at them. <laughs> yes. And pray the truths of God's word. Pray the truth about their baby, God's love for them and for their baby. So something like, Father, I pray for this young man. I pray that you would help him to see the value of his child. Help him to have courage to go in there and get his girlfriend out of there. Help him to see that you've made provision for him and for his baby, for his girlfriend, for his wife or whatever. That's how I might pray at him, praying truths reminding him of the truth and the value of his baby and praying some courage into him. Like yeah. you can go in there and get her out. So the things I might say to him directly one-on-one, I'm actually asking the Lord to speak to his heart. Yeah. And so it's, it's a way, you know, for lack of a better term to pray at them. Yeah, I agree. Um, something that happened today that I really do want to speak about. It's not on this article, but it, I, it was miraculous and I think it will help a lot of you because many people are facing pretty aggressive opposition okay. on the sidewalk. Yep. And in here in Charlotte, and I've seen it elsewhere, what happens is a mom will stop to engage with us. And right away, the opposition is just circling us yep. and right there and saying, don't talk to them. They lie. Um, they're just protesters. And that happened today with one of the most vocal of the opposition I was by the car window and she was right behind me and she was screaming at the top of her lungs, telling this woman who is abortion minded, just drive in, leave, don't talk to her. Sometimes she's so loud when that happens. And I think this is common. We just don't want to add to the noise. And we sometimes then are quiet, waiting for a moment when she takes a breath to speak. I didn't do that today. Today, I thought, I am not going to cede this ground to the devil. And I just kept looking that woman right in her eyes and delivering my what I wanted her to hear, just kept talking with her, speaking truth. What would God have you do? Are you a believer? We have help. I know you don't really want to come in this place and take your child's life. Please, would you just pull over and let me talk with you? And to my shock, she did. And this was a definitely an actively abortion-minded woman. Yeah. So it goes along with what we said, don't give up, but also don't be afraid. We said, don't talk over our teammates. I agree with that. You never should, unless there's a really compelling reason. But I do think sometimes we do need to out talk the opposition Yeah, because their voice is pleading for death. Our voice may be the only voice pleading for life and trust that God can miraculously open someone's ears yeah, yeah. to that voice. What you're not saying is 
don't turn around and scream in her face. The Never. Truth. Right. I act as You're though she's focusing. not there. Yeah. yeah. Very good point. I, I don't speak to her at all. I just try to pretend she's not there, that I'm not hearing what she's saying. And I just keep speaking as I would have spoken had she not shown up. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't always work. It did today. Right. Which, which empowers me then and encourages me to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. Good, good, encouraging stuff. I hope this uh, was some good, encouraging stuff for you guys. Certainly was for me. And I hope these general tips for calling out equipped you. If you have any questions about this or other episodes that we've done, maybe suggestions for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me, Daniel, at lovelife.org. You reach her, Vicky, with a Y, at lovelife.org. We also ask that you guys would leave us a review on this podcast. Maybe you listen through Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or some other services, uh, please leave us a review. Get us up in the rankings. We have a lot of negative reviews from our pro-abort friends, and uh, we'd like to counteract that a little bit. And also go to the website, gospelcenteredprolife.com, where you can access all of the previous episodes. I think we're at 162 or three, something like that. A lot of episodes. There's a lot of content, a lot of subjects that we've covered. We've covered this subject before and some other episodes, maybe not in just one complete episode. Um, But yeah, you can search keywords, find out other episodes we've done about other subjects that would be helpful to you. So take advantage of that, gospelcenteredprolife.com. And then also our training and equipping website, sidewalksforlife.com, we think would be a blessing for you guys to check out. There's some articles and a lot of stuff there. So yeah, with that, we'll wrap this thing up. We appreciate you guys. And until next time, God bless. God bless you all. Nothing's too precious since I met you